this episode, we learned that Drew hates everything. I hate it all. I'm cold. And he's cold for this cold open. Well, let me cut a tauntaun open and shove you up in. <laughs> I should have said, let me cut Caleb open and shove you in. Damn we don't want to cut Caleb open. We like Caleb. Gentlemen. <laughs> hey, though we do have a special guest, so, you know, Steph, we could cut her open. <laughs> we talk we cover uh chapter seven of the book of Boba Fett and we talk Ray Stevens <laughs> and Ray Stevenson uh Obi Wan's and uh Obi Twos. Obi Twos and other things. Uh and again, Drew hates everything, so <laughs> it's a normal it's another normal episode. <laughs> Mando Monday. If you'd like copies of the notes, just send a self-addressed stamped envelope to the Mopcast Network. Two oh six night. <laughs> I don't even know where my address is. <laughs> and I will literally send you a handwritten rant. We will read on the air. But you have to include posters because I am cheap. <laughs> that's what self is saying. Yeah, that's just making sure they know. <laughs> Some kids don't use posters. They email it. Don't email me. I'm not going to respond to an email. I can't handwrite an email. <laughs> I type it. No, it's got to be handwritten so it looks. Crazy. Can I can I can I handwrite it and then scan it and then email it? Equally fair. <laughs> when did the cold open become longer than the episode? <laughs> You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to My Star Wars Life. A look at news, reviews, and other happenings from a galaxy far, far away. Here are your hosts, Scotty and JD. It's Mando Monday! Mando, I was warning you to commit. You did. Oh, yeah, I'm in. I mean, you go one way, I'll go the other. Because oh. that's today. <laughs> That's, Again. Every, that's every episode of But Mando I'm not Monday. mad about Luke this time. Well, no, because he wasn't there. You're not mad he sent R2 and didn't ah! deliver himself? Let me roll into that in a second, sir. Because <laughs> you can't have it both. Because if Luke is... Never mind. Hey, Scotty, how are you? How's your week been? <laughs> I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by our Jedi Master. JD, hello. And the dent on Boba Fred's crotch, and the Larry David of Tatooine. And the man that puts men in Mendo's. <laughs> the man that puts men in Mendo's. And Shmi. And Shmi. Kohas himself. It's Shmi. I'm just going to stick with I'm that a, for you've now. You've got more names than Ray Skywalker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's doubly painful. <laughs> and uh, we have uh, Padawan Gelman producing, uh, along with the Lady of Libations. Who's who's crashing this episode? Which is good. Hi guys. Uh, hello it's, there. It's, it's good to hello there. <laughs> it's good to have you both there. Um, you want to rate us happily? That would be great <laughs> on the podcasts. What was it's that? On my side this time. No, no, that's there's not. No, even that's a, a subscribe. That's a subscribe. It's right here. No, no, the subscribe follows. Stop moving. Because you know what? It's going to sit right there when it gets there. That's what you I know, said right here. We're not even at that part yet. <laughs> Then why'd you tell him to subscribe? That's, That's over down no, here, No, he said right? rate. Okay. If you'd like to rate and subscribe to our podcast, you can do it on any fine podcast app. We suggest Apple, um, 
Google, whatever, and just rate us. It helps out. Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, call us at uh, facebook.com slash mystarwarslife. Now, if you want to watch us on YouTube, you can subscribe at mobcast, uh, youtube.com slash mobcast network. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you throwing gang signs? What are you th- I could, but then half of us get canceled. <laughs> what happened to the other half? Don't Not, get canceled. They don't get canceled? I thought maybe you're implying they get murdered. That um, was the implication. Oh, yeah. got it. Oh. <laughs> uh, we're going to be at Pentacon uh, this coming weekend uh, on May, you know, February 17th. Sure. Yeah, that's it. I don't know what today is. <laughs> it's the 13th. So, 14th, so, yeah, 17th. 13th. Yeah, so 17th. That's a Friday. Uh, today is technically. 18th. 18th. It's, it's 18th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. Thank you. That's why I have the Lady yeah. Libations well, with us. Today or today that it's airing? Because today that it's airing, happy Valentine's Day. It is happy Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah, that's airing. true. Yeah. So, uh, so this Friday we're going to be uh, uh, doing hashtag hashtag our pop culture game show that JD is going to be a, a competitor in. Um, and I thought you were going to say champion in. I That's am. Right. I'm defending for the third time by hey, one def- point. Hey, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or mile. Point. <laughs> winning's winning. I can't do Vin Diesel. Whatever. She could, Whatever. but I can't. <laughs> wow. One point. It's a win. It's W. Uh, well, uh, I'm hosting. Uh, Steph's going to be helping out. It's going to be really, really fun. Uh, and then on Saturday the 19th uh, at 6.30, we're going to be doing uh, Cult Movie Cantina Live, where we're going to do The Beastmaster. I like that movie. Mark Singer is one of my favorite actors. Mark Singer is going to be Mark at Singer. Pensacon. So. Please give me him to sign. Have him sign a sock for me. <laughs> Just a sock. He'll know what it means. Okay. <laughs> I'll forget sock. I'll be like, 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 you like sign uh, a fresh sock or like a crusty sock? It doesn't or? matter. I'm going to take my sock off and just say sign it. <laughs> if you come back with if a Mark Singer signed sock. If he gets a sock off your foot fresh, he might be like, I'm free and leave Pensacon. <laughs> he might be like, Dobby, I don't know. He'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> Sweet, I'm still getting paid. Peace. Come on, ferret. Mark Singer time. is free. <laughs> and then he takes his ferret and they go. I'm surprised you knew that. I've seen like all 28 of them. <laughs> but he's only in one. Doesn't mean I haven't seen the other ones. Um, uh, Tubi has the V, the series, not the mini series, but the yeah. actual series, and I've been watching that. Oh, yeah. And, and it's just... so It v- doesn't make a lot of sense. God, no, it doesn't. So v but it was, was scary f- when I was a kid. First was. experience of watching TV and getting a little like... Oh, it terrified the me. The dude was like... Yeah. And just... Ripped his face off, oh. and I was like, "Whoa!" The lizard, the lizard was what it, it came out. What eighty four? Eighty four. Yeah. So I was six, seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah. So you and I you were, were a baby. Yeah, we were same age, and so like, it was a miniseries first, though. It right? was, yeah, it was two miniseries. It was yeah. V and V the Final Battle, and the thing about V the Final Battle was, um, she give the one of the characters gives birth to a half human, half alien. Oh, oh it terrified yeah. me. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me as a kid. Apparently, and, maybe that's why I have an issue with birthing scenes because right. Jaws, no problem. But have you ever seen Orca? Right. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> like I can't. Like, yeah. That was way worse. And I'll share this photo with everybody. So I was scared of this as a, like screaming as as a child, and then you know now I look at it and it was this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of ashamed. That was realistic my... in the '80s, is all I'm saying. That and then the little human girl had the um, the the lizard tongue. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so that yeah, there's that. Oh yeah, 
Yep. So I'm now in the part of the series where the they, that actually looks like the Trandoshans from from. <laughs> they look really bad in this show. Oh. The um, like I'm now part in V where uh, they yes. decided they're going to write off the little girl, and so they age her up. So she's in, been been in her cocoon, and now she's all 16 or whatever. See, they say she's 16. She's like 35. Oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually liked the remake. I did too. It was good it was and it was a, interesting. Yeah. And it was going somewhere and then they canceled it. And yeah. then they can, Mark, like Mark Singer shows up and you're like, hell yeah, we're gonna cancel. That's yeah. what's gonna happen. And it was and, and the cast was really good. It was an interesting sci fi show. It was. Much it, like Earth Two. Uh, but that's sci fi's MO though, right? right? It's like, oh that was cool. Uh, no, this was NBC again, wasn't ABC. it? ABC. ABC. Was it? Yeah, that's okay. ABC for a- you. ABC. And uh, Kenneth Johnson announced two years ago, I guess at the last San Diego Comic-Con when they had before the in, you know, pandemic, that they were he was en route to do a film. And then, oh, the, world, and then the world stopped. <laughs> so, But we're not here to talk about V, even though I would all fucking day. <laughs> Join us on our next podcast, The V-Cast. <laughs> Uh, it is Mando Monday. That so sounds like something that like oh, yes. young Christians would only listen to <laughs> after they make a pact. <laughs> We're only going to listen to the V-Cast. Wow. And We're only gonna cancel dr- number one. We're going to drink grape wine. I mean, grape juice. Grape juice. And eat some Jesus. And eat some Jesus and only dry hump. No, no time. <laughs> no. Praise him. Cancel dry- twice. <laughs> The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 7, In the Name of Honor. Directed by Robert Rodriguez. Written by John. I'm sorry. John, you're right. It's a compulsion. It's a little now. gassy there. It's a little compulsion a little at this point. Uh, written by John Favreau. No sound effects. No, no. Well, <laughs> now I have a question. Rob Rob. <laughs> Ryan Johnson. I have a comment on that. <laughs> It's going to shock the... I am about to shock the world. So, Ryan Johnson, man. <laughs> I'm not admitting that. I think you got him... Uh, I get Caleb's a little excited now. I don't... No, Do not pan I'm, the I'm camera. In, Do in, not pan the camera. I am intrigued. <laughs> got a little ebony there? A little wood? <laughs> Mahogany? <laughs> oh, my God! That's my new favorite thing! Oh, you not seen that? No! John Carpenter's Vampires. Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah, the whole bit about, like... Yeah. Uh, he's... When I've that, seen that movie. When the priests kill the vampires, and, John, and then uh, James Woods is like, hey, get you a little heart, a little, little mahogany. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. All right. It stars. Everyone is back. Everyone is back. However, I will not uh, point out uh, I, who I did not point out last episode, uh, Charisma Shandell as Joe. Who? Exactly. Is that the mom? Oh, no. That's uh, that's uh, the what's uh, Joan Jett. Yeah, she's that's the, what I named her. She's the oh. desert rat who... Uh, oh, no, never mind. She's the desert rat who... Um, Goes along with the. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, okay. I shoot things in the desert at long distances. Yeah. Shooting them up close will be easy. I figured she get she get, she had a few lines. I, I would, uh, would. Yeah. Uh, I apologize. This synopsis is longer than normal because there's a lot going on. So let's just get to it. Act one. And back to our main story. Inside the bombed out sanctuary, Boba Fett and his crew are trying to figure out what to do. They're outmanned, outgunned, and maybe the reinforcements from Freetown are coming, but uh, who knows? Fett, in his infinite wisdom, as a good and wise leader, wants to hide in his palace, but the mods are, are staying to protect the people of Mos Espa. If Fett's going to be the daimyo of Mos Espa, he's got to st- stick around. He agrees. Cad Bane goes to talk to the Pikes and find out uh, it was they, not the Nicto Swoop gang, that killed Fett's Tuscans. So, no freedom, no free town, no Tuscan backup. Fett is doomed, and it's time for Bane to deliver that message. 
Fred Five flies to Tatooine and lands at best Pe- cameo at Pe- like Fred Five <laughs> at Pelimato's hangar, which has to be the only spot to land on this planet. <laughs> the hatch opens on open. Uh, the hatch opens, and in a moment where we hear the podcast was going. Uh, Thought that Drew was going to quit the Star Wars forever. We watched with bated breath, but to our surprise, it's just Grogu who has chosen his mithril armor and the ways of the Mandalore. Coincidentally, I received multiple messages like, glad you didn't quit. <laughs> R2 was piloting the X-Wing. Pilly grabs Grogu, and well, that's that. The group is split up. The mods will watch the Aquilish territory. The two Gamorians will check out the Clantunians. Black Kurosan will watch the Trandoshan territories, which I think is a terrible idea. The, um, um, the idea is that before the Pikes can move, they'll know what's going on. Or will they? Except they don't because, meanwhile, 88 informs Lord Fett that, that he has a visitor outside. Act 2. Cad Bane is here to negotiate for the Pikes. Fett's not interested. Bane lets loose some hard truth. He visited Vanth, so there is no reinforcements from Freetown. Oh, and the Pikes killed your buddies. Uh, Bane tries to goad Fed into a duel, but luckily the best conciliary, Fennec, is there to help clear things up. No deal. So this is where things go south. Remember back in like episode three when Fett negotiated a peace with the other families? Yeah, well, neither do they. So they start attacking. The mods, Black Karistan, uh, the Gamorans in their respective areas. The mods are pinned down. The Wookiee is swamped by Trandoshans. And the Clantunians prove that even in Star Wars universes, uh, even in the Star Wars universe, pigs do not fly. Sorry, Melch. Who's Melch? Deep cut for Rebels. Uh, okay. He's a little pig guy they threw. Yeah. yeah. And then Hondo says, Hondo's, "Oh, hey. when they're doing the, the yeah, you're right." Yeah, and okay. Hondo's like, "Oh, they can't fly." Okay, yeah. no Hondo, they can't. <laughs> Finnick suggests that she takes out the leadership, leaving Fett and the Mando to defend the sanctuary. She goes off to rescue the mods. Fett and Mando have a discussion. If Mando's staying, he is. Ru- running would be against the creed. This is the way, which is the best line in the entire show. Which, which to Boba goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> basically no and then he goes good I'm glad you're staying yeah, it's like the one time he's okay with it uh, the way some options which all look dire to the mayor uh, to the mayor's major domo who they still have as a captive in the back uh, offers to negotiate on the Fett's behalf the daimyo accepts and sends the Twi'lek out on uh, with terms so yeah those terms not great it's more of a threat and a wonderful distraction to lead Fett and Mando's surprise attack in the air where they slaughter many pikes pikes and then go to ground why go to ground when you have air superiority? Much like most of the season, nothing makes sense. Uh, more pikes come, more blasters get fired. Fett and Mando are basically gunned down, uh, their armor keeping them alive until a space wagon full of freakdown people come in to save the day. Hooray! Then the mods show up to help, and then the black chrysanthemum shows up wounded. Fett has to help him, but look, half a Wookiee is better than no Wookiee. Uh, Fett does promise the Wookiee to soak in the back to tank, and I have questions about that, but moving on. The Pikes leave, uh, and a Scorpinox droid with ray shields show up, and it gets ugly. Hey, look, it's ray shields, and nothing's going to get that uh, through that. No blasters, no dark saber, not even Fett's Kenner missile. How- <laughs> well done. <laughs> I took a second. I was like, is yep. that what it's called? Oh. Yep. However, it doesn't stop the group from shooting them for the rest of the episode. Uh, there's a definition of insanity. Keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Fett and Mando try to keep uh, the droids from the townspeople who are escaping, and Fett runs off to get th- the one last friend he's got to save the day. Sadly, it's not Dengar. 
So Mando's fighting the a Scorpion X droid one on one, and that doesn't go well. He has to go running uh, away where he runs into Pelimato on a rickshaw piloted by a droid. She brought Grogu, and the two are reunited in the worst possible way. They're happy to see each other. It's a touching moment, but you know there's a death droid chasing them. Cue to explosion, and they go flying in the uh, air and crash. Peli loses a tooth. And just before it lights out for our heroes, Fett returns with his last remaining friend, a Rancor. Act 3. Fett's riding the Rancor and shooting the Scorpionex droid, and the beast starts smashing it, weakening its, it, weakening its shields. Mando comes with the dark saber, tries to help out. So the Rancor has, uh, so the Rancor has seen Dune and knows that the slow blade penetrates the shield and gets his claws in through the shield. Mando's seen that movie too and slips in his dark saber to damage the bot. Down but not out, the Scorpionite Starks tries to kill Mando, but Grogu uses the Force, takes an important part, and screws up the droid, saving saving it for the Rancor and Fett to finish off. Rancor splits the machine apart. Now onto the second one, uh, which has the mods and the people of Freetown pinned down. Fett, the strongest wall ever made. <laughs> Fett arrives in time with a rancor, and we we are all smashy, smashy, shooty, shooty. Round two, except the droid two seems to have uh, the upper hand. Rancor keeps throwing it around, and the droid keeps coming until he, until the rancor finally rips off his guns arm, arms and smashes the sensor. It then goes to finish off the pikes. Yep, he's going to eat some. The pikes run around, and the heroes give chase. Cad Bane shows up. He's not intimidated by no Rancor. He chews it with a flamethrower, and the Rancor is all fire bad! Bucks Fett and goes smashing through the city. Fett and Bane be- uh, uh, banter and duel, and Bane is still faster than Fett, but in the end loses out to a gaffy stick to the chest. And that's all she wrote of Cad Bane until he shows up in, in another show. Oh, yeah, Wild Rancor. Smashes through the city. It tries to eat the Mando, who's attempting to calm it down. Nothing is working until Grogu shows up, holds out his hand, and is all, Hey, big guy, the twin sons are getting low. It works. Rancor takes a nap, and Grogu snuggles close to him for the rest for the next Funko Pop that we'll see in quarter three, 2022. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Fennec, she kills the Pike leadership and uh, the heads of the most Isley families and the mayor. Like a convenient one-stop ending of The Godfather. So, sometime after the city is rebuilding, uh, Fed is treating well, treated well by the townspeople. Everything is going well. He's in charge now, and they love him. He and Finnick meet up with the mods and the Black Kirsten, and everyone's very happy. And a very happy, we did it shot! Oh, yeah, Mando and Grogu zoom in space. Starfighter, go fast. Credits. Mid-credits. Hey, look, it's Thundercat. Hey, that's Cobb Vanth in a back-to-tank. Credit credits. I kind of hoped there was a third one. Yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, that's all. No, he's going to be really fast with that new arm, though. <laughs> <laughs> a lot to unpack. Who wants yeah. to start? Let me just start with a question. <laughs> this is for everybody. Okay. Even the, the viewers at home. So my question is to everyone, please answer individually. We'll start with Scotty, then we'll go JD. We'll go to Stephanie, and we'll go to finally over to Mr. Caleb. Do you like sprinkles, yes or no? Yes. Sprinkles. On? Yes or no? No, on? no, just do you like sprinkles? Sure. Caleb? Or Stephanie, I'm sorry. Stephanie, sprinkles? Absolutely. Caleb? Yes. Okay. Do you like sprinkles on food? Just everybody together. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. No. You don't like sprinkles on food? Where would you just like straight up sprinkles? No, I don't like, like, you're being too general. I'm about to get to a point. Yeah, he's getting to a point. Star Wars, this episode to me was sprinkles, this entire show was sprinkles on a turd. That's what it was. (laughs) So everybody likes sprinkles. We all do. I, I like sprinkles. 
But the reality is we're eating the sprinkles. That's Luke showing up. That's a cute little bo- uh, baby Yoda at the end going, wee, as he zips off into space. Those are all sprinkles. But the reality of it is the core of what you're actually eating is poop. It's absolute poop. It's rank war poop. I, I agree but the, 100%. But, <laughs> but circle gets a square. <laughs> Jim J. Bullock! But it's, that, but it's that poop made of eating nothing but chocolate, so no. it still tastes okay. No, no, it's still poop. It's bile. <laughs> it's poop. Here, here's my thing, and I'm going to focus on this episode, and I'm going to... There's one major offense in this. There's two. The first one... <laughs> there's 65 major offenses. There's actually 26. <laughs> but the first why. one is they put a fade to black in Star Wars. And not a cut, dissolve, a, or whatever. A wipe. Yeah. I, and that is... First off, a fade to black to me is is as a filmmaker is highly offensive. Why did they put the fade to black? Because I, 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 I don't Finnick. Finnick leaves, they fade to black. Oh, okay. So the issue with that is specifically fade to blacks typically are to close the show. Right. right? You're closing out. A, if you fade, do a long, slow one, and then you bring it back up. That's the Peter Jackson effect, which no one likes. The 64 minute ending of Lord of the Rings, whatever the third one was. Uh, the Return, Return of the King. King. Return of the King. And I like that. Ending. Where it keeps ending over I, and over. I like again. every one of those. Sure. Things. But they were crying like a baby in the theater. They're long fades. This is just a normal TV fade, like credits, like Airwolf style. Why they didn't use a wipe, I have no idea. But that goes into the point of how bad of a director Robert Rodriguez is and should not have touched Star Wars, period, going forward. That's one. Anybody else? I got 26 to go. Let's go. <laughs> so I, I will disagree. Really? You yeah. don't think a wipe would be used there? No. I, I, Even though that's, I, no, because, because that's canon. Wipes are canon. Okay, it's okay for Star Wars to evolve, but no, but that's it's a bad story moment, is it, what I'm saying. No, but it ends that story, and so they're moving on to the next story. So if it ends, because I don't remember, is it, so the wife's when Finnick, um, Finnick she goes kills. up the stairs at Phase Block after, she and then takes it shows them the now. Mic. Now it shows her with them walking among the streets to deliver the dumbest line in Star Wars history. Oh, so, so yeah, so they they so. Yeah, you should you should so, have a no you should have a fade because it ends the story. The 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 interstitial is what the is what the tempo was in the beginning of the show. But you, yeah, you should. They would cut to a shot of Boba's palace. No, I'm okay with the fade. Eh, I'm okay with the fade because it ends the story and now you're in the epilogue. Uh, but is that but that's the part of the problem. So why would you put a fade there when that sequence alone didn't need to be there in terms of sequence? Well, that's a whole other problem. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm putting the easy ones up front. <laughs> It sounds like your real problem isn't with Rodriguez, though. It's with Favreau, no, no, who wrote it. No, no, no. Uh, you, it's yeah, his I, first story. off, let's go. Let me do this right now. <laughs> let me let me explain how TV works. So, in case you don't know, the showrunner dictates all above and beyond Filoni. I promise you, they dictate all of it. The showrunner is given the show to manage the entire. They're the executive producer of the producers. So, even over those guys, they have power. Those guys are writing. So, here's my. So, so what you need to understand is when you hire a, a director for TV, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is, it's a ceremonial hire because for the most part, the characters already know their beats. Right. That's yeah. absolute fact on television, right? Period. Mm-hmm. But you have one there so that they can bring a little bit of influence and style, which the best person to do that is the person that brings the least amount of style, which is Bryce Dallas Howard, which is what makes her a great storyteller. Yeah. Right? Rodriguez brings his style in, which doesn't necessarily match to Star Wars. Why we have a dude doing a spinny shot makes no sense anyway. So we run into that. So the catch is what I believe has actually happened. This entire show was a test from Lucasfilm to see if somebody else besides the only two guys that can clearly tell Star Wars stories correctly could run a show. 
So they handed over their buddy Rodriguez, who managed the show. And if you look at the show as a whole, how piss poorly it's put together, and you watch his directing style of episodes, it goes in line with what happened. I think they gave him a chance to run a show, and he failed at it miserably. So those guys did the right thing and just wrote the episodes accordingly. But but the, but the problem is the problem with that, that theory is because you're taking. I understand you're talking about traditional television, and this isn't. Um, typically, in, in a uh, traditional television, you have a writer's room. Not always. Traditionally, you have a writer's room. Not on what is the like, ad words? I, What's I, the advertising I, show? What, Mad Men. No writer's room. All right. So I again, typically. I mean, look. I can we can we can we can banter about this all day, but I can put in a billion shows to your seven that you're going to name. I understand, but, but look at the popularity of the seven shows that I can drop on it. There's a there's an auteurism to it. The, I understand, but but a sh but a showrunner is also in control of that room. Absolutely. Right. And so this showrunner is not in control of that room. because I that, disagree. No, because nope. it's Favreau. It's Favreau. It's Favreau. I, I he disagree. He writes every episode except one where he co-writes it with Filoni. I, I disagree. I think that was the experiment. I do think they're still the best writers for Star Wars. I think they gave them an opportunity because they're the ones that know the material the best at this point. There's probably other writers out there that could step in and do it. So I think this entire thing's an experiment to give another person outside of star outside of those two guys a chance. They have to. The, the, what happens if one of those two guys goes off and does another project? Which they could. I Not got really Yeah. I got another problem with that theory, though. Yeah, Obi-Wan. Kenobi. The Kenobi show. That's not them. That's Deborah Chow. I understand. That's why this one came out first. Look, we, at, uh, look at the issues of Obi-Wan. Did they not have issues? There are none yet. Because the show's not no, 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 no. During production, they've had multiple issues where they've had major rewrite problems. Yeah, and they restructured. Okay. So I am right on that. So I'm telling you, I think that's what this was, is an experiment to test it through. It doesn't matter. The context of the show follows Rodriguez's logic lines. If you look at the way his episodes unfold, they're very, like, incoherent. Would you agree with that? Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. So the show runs incoherently. But I think... Uh, I think I, I think the blame goes to Favreau because I, I mean I I'm not 100 percent sure that Rodriguez is a showrunner. Yeah, like I think he's showrunner in name only. I don't think he's showrunner in name only. I think I, they, I, I think you've got to get. But assuming. that's the credit that we have. He was listed as showrunner. No, it wasn't the show. No, he, he's only he's only executive not producer. A credit. It's, they use him as executive. But he's an executive producer. It, he's listed as run, showrunner. I looked it, it up. Uh, Look it up. I don't think so, but yeah. I could be wrong. So the knee rocket was cool you, while they're looking it up. Yeah. Um, and when they first popped out with the uh, from the distraction and it's the two mandos coming yeah. from the sky, they land to save fuel so they could fly later. Yeah. But I'm not yeah. worried about that. Yeah. Um, when have they ever need to save fuel in a movie except that dumb one? Um, the, well, because well, uh, the dumb Phantom one Menace. exists, Phantom we Menace. now have to worry about fuel. Who, say, who saves fuel in Phantom Menace? They, 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 mentioned, the they mentioned the hyperspace drive is leaking. Does this mean it's fuel? That's I, a type of fuel, hyperspace anyway, fuel. Anyway, that whole the two of them taking on was a very well choreographed scene. Uh, absolutely. It was one of my favorites. Yep. Co-showrunner okay. on this one note. I just, I, Director and showrunner Robert... This is from Hollywood Reporter. Director and showrunner oh, Robert Rodriguez gives an interview with THR. Rodriguez puts his mark on the Book of Boba Fett. I'm looking at what his credit is, though, but I don't think his credit's called... Because uh, there's not a showrunner credit. It's always an executive producer. I know, but that's, that's the what term. I, what I just said, and you were like, no, he's listed as a showrunner. Yeah, but, that, but that's the term. There's still an executive but producer then, that runs the show. I understand David that. David Fury is the one that made 24 good, for example. Right. The rest we're of 24 bombed. semantics. Yeah. It, it, well, oh, don't film, be anti-semantic. That'll absolutely get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> but film, film sets are run that way because of writer's guilds and union stuff, so right. it does matter. 
It doesn't matter to us. We're not in those things. Not. Um, Yet. <laughs> fair enough. Either way, can uh, we just start our own? Like, are you are you in a are you you're not in the, any of them? Are you? Are you I'm eligible for yeah, figure, DGA you, Writers Guild. Yeah, I figure you're eligible for everything because yeah. you're, you're the man. You know how much it costs to join? Uh, no, but I, I bet it's a lot. Ten thousand dollars. Oh, I got gotcha. per is, union. Good grief. Here, let me just Minimum. cut your check. Yeah, okay. right. <laughs> um, we can skip that if you want to. Can we do some it, more commercials? Home. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, re- I, w- I will not accept be- blaming Favreau and Filoni when there is somebody at the helm based on my I think, industry. I and think stuff. it was. I don't blame Filoni. Filoni co writes half an episode, shoots an episode, and he's busy in the land of yeah. Ahsoka. Uh, I blame Favreau. Because I think it was I his project Rodriguez. I mean, I well, Rodriguez gets to put his stamp on the show. That's typically, if the showrunner thing is accurate, that's what happens. So but, let's just and I think go he put it, I put it, think he puts his stamp on only two episodes because the rest of them don't look like his anyway. Yeah, and doesn't look like the I whole show should have had had would, a fill for him. And it, well, yeah. Two episodes do. I would say the finale well, doesn't even look like his style. It doesn't matter. Why does Fett go, not go back to the palace? Uh, because it would look bad for the people. Because he's Mas trying Pelgo. to protect the people, so he brings stuff in and destroys the town. <laughs> they were going to come destroy the town. Yeah, they anyway. were going to destroy yeah, the town anyway. They were coming after him. Cad Bane says it. I just rewatched it. Cad Bane is an incredible source. No, Cad Bane is trying. <laughs> they to literally are going after no, Fett. No, they're not going after Fett. They just their their whole thing. And then the mayor says, "Why'd you blow up the town?" The guy's like, "We won't do it anymore." They're just well, like, "Hey, <laughs> we just wanted the spice to run through here." And Fett's like, "No," and they're like, "All right." So that's if they the- destroy the town, what do they destroy? Not the source of the spice. Who needs spice? Offworlders. Well, then why bring it to Tatooine? Is it harvested on Tatooine? Is it literally Dune? <laughs> they don't. So you probably need people to consume right. spice. Yes. So if you kill all the town, then you have no people to consume spice. I'm just pointing out, like, <laughs> if Fett is, they have an opportunity here to have Fett go back to his palace, draw the fire there, which would make sense and make for a much better show. Why did we never go back to the palace in three episodes? Uh, I have, a, I have a, a whole reason want, why you want to You do don't this. want the frog to be collateral damage. <laughs> why would you ride a Rancor when you have a ship? Because Chekhov's gun. Yeah. Chekhov's Rancor. Chekhov's Rancor. Why do you put a Wookiee with the trash can? Trandoshan, sorry. I used to call him uh, trash because can. I mentioned that. Than than that makes no he's, but still, it, he's still stronger than them. It Animosity. makes no sense, though, if you're if you're looking at a tactical perspective, why would you put him there? It doesn't make any sense. It's the same thing with Cad Bane and Fett. You know, he's trying to go Fett in the fight. Yeah. And why, why you Fett? Well, yeah, why would you? He already ri- killed two of them. Right. Why would you put him there? Of course, he may have been big and be like, I'm going there. Like, all right, yeah. guys, he's going there. Yeah. How did <laughs> Luke know where to send Grogu? Grogu, Grogu. Knew, Grogu told him where to go. Yeah. Grogu told him. To specifically that mm-hmm. lady. The Force... No, the guy told him exactly. If the Force can tell him that Han and Leia are in trouble on Bespin, he can be like, oh, yeah, your dad's I, yeah, on Tatooine. I'm 100%. <laughs> but we're not going to take him to you. We're going to take him to this weird lady that you've met one time. Because you can't just land in the desert. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> look what happened to Look what happened to Mando. He got in trouble Mos- by the deputy. Spaceport? Didn't they meet twice? They met twice. Season one and season two. Yeah. Yeah, they've met twice. She she all loves Grogu. Grogu's yeah. a terrible name. I don't know. <laughs> that was so fan service <laughs> I do have to say, though, if you're not going to take him yourself, you absolutely sent the right being who's yeah. grumpy about it to R- protect yeah because r2 will kill r2 somebody. is the best ride die <laughs> ever and if anybody can f- like r2 i bet pilots an x-wing better than anybody else in the galaxy except maybe luke i i it was funny though when when i saw red five i was like well drew's done with star wars yeah I mean, <laughs> immediately the first i'm still thing. probably pretty much there i i don't i don't enjoy it anymore it's not it's really tough for me to enjoy stuff because it's so 
Obi want to lazy. Obi want to bring you back. Maybe so. It's just so lackadaisical in terms of the writing, and that stuff frustrates me because I don't. I don't like Marvel. I could give two shit. I think I said this last week. Mm-hmm. I give two shits. I have one fandom aside from mountain biking. I have one fandom, which is is Michael mountain biking. Yeah, because down, downhill. I'm very specific. In oh. <laughs> so the riders and that very specific part of it. But yes. <laughs> You just ride downhill? The more you know. Oh, yeah. I thought it was exercise. If you just like put your legs out like Calvin, go woo down a hill, uh, that's not that bad. I'll challenge you to ride downhill one time, and you'll be like, fuck, I hurt. <laughs> it's rough. I used to ski downhill. Try it on a bike. I have rolled down a hill once. Point being is that because there's nothing there, uh, it's just tough for me. I feel like it would crush my balls. How did the people of Freetown know where to go? Because Mando told Cobb. He didn't. And, and that he's going to be in that building? They uh, followed the blaster fire. Yeah, I'm with yeah. that. I'm like, hey, look, there's okay. sounds. Yeah. Hey, where do we go? Hey, I want to oh, look. Explosions. I, I wonder yeah. where Boba is. <laughs> oh, okay. Then, fire then, off then, in the distance. Bad directing note. Then why is there suddenly a crowd? of they, they lead him to a market. And there's a crowd. There's a shot of two people that, like shopping. And then they turn and look up. Like like Godzilla, uh, King Kong style. Right. Yeah. Which is obviously an homage in this. Again, why would you bring a Rancor to destroy the city? Why wouldn't you? Well, also, <laughs> well that's what it's just sprinkles. These I mean, are all sprinkles. He, he There's also, no substance well, to it. He also Moss wasn't Esper. there it's to... not like it's Moss Eisley. <laughs> right. But he's doing it for the people. He also, or is he? He also wasn't there to destroy the city. It was to specifically fight those droids. Yeah, but who, who, who's, who's scared of and respects Boba now? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most crime lord thing he did. That's right. And then why does he say, why do we do this? We're not suited for this. At the end, because it was that 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 line literally That's got me. Be because at the very beginning, he's like, "Who else could it be?" Like like episode one when he and Fennec are talking about it, he's like, "We should do it because who could do it better?" And at the end, he's like, "Oops." So my problem with the ending, though, is like it makes you, no sense. You do all of this to why do we watch it? Because because it's like you you I got in this thinking that you wanted to be a crime boss. You say you're I'm going to be the new crime boss, and in the end, you're just I'm going to be mayor. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. and then why didn't she kill? So two episodes ago, when they're like, "We need help," right? And I know that the guy hadn't given them the information, right? But they've already been there, right? Why didn't they just go kill him? Yeah, just kill everybody. Just <laughs> why don't go two episodes ago? Why do we need to hire anybody? And why you do you only hire one guy? You, if apparently, if you have Fennec, you don't need anybody. Word. I was like, why that's what they, I'm saying. Why did they you not just go, go kill the pipe hey, guy? Hey Fennec. To, I guess, I guess right. my frustrations, <laughs> they, they set up great moments, and I'm not opposed. I like seeing them fly around and back uh, on their jet, backpacks got jets, I'm mm-hmm. Boba the Fets. Nope. Coming around the now corner. Yeah, I know. Coming around the corner, why didn't the pikes go to the back of the building? That doesn't matter. I'll let all that stuff slide. Cool to see all the gadgets go. Those are sprinkles. I love all the sprinkles. I'm just saying there's no substance to make the sprinkles worth a shit. They didn't do anything to connect anything, like prevent him from using his ship. Like the Pikes did go to where they happen to know he lives and stop his ship from just a shot. Just if you can cut away to Luke on another planet talking to a little baby Grogu, you can show a shot of the Pike. Just little bitty moments like that would no, have made a we huge can't difference. Because we have so much time, we're gonna either gonna show Grogu and Luke That's or the right. Pikes and what sells more toys. Grogu. No one's but no one That's wa- why I'm saying it's no, frustrating. No one wants a, a level squeezable Pike doll. <laughs> and you know where they discovered that? Because there was no merch for mom and dad to save the planet. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> Amen. We didn't get a fish person doll. We're not going to get a fish, fish person, person doll, doll now. <laughs> um, finishing this series, I understand now why I'm frustrated with it. No, no. What are you frustrated? Uh, well, I, I thought that I was, was an ellipses. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I was yeah. waiting for yeah. the, yeah. the um, ominous pauses. All right. <laughs> I 
walked in expecting the Godfather. Mm-hmm. I, I said that from the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. I expected the Godfather. The, the Godfather with Bubble Fett would have been cool as shit. Oh my god, I have the greatest line. What a, right. So so I but I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. What I got was a poorly executed the Magnificent Seven. Wait. Can I can I throw my line down? Of course. Scotty walked in, as did I, expecting the Godfather. But what we actually got was the Apple Dumpling Gang. <laughs> Basically. It's accurate. It is accurate. I don't agree. know that I've I, seen that. I one. was very frustrated for the same reason because I wanted, you know, gangster, gangster show. Not not a Western. I didn't. That's not what I wanted. And it felt like like a patchwork, you know, like little snippets of stuff that it just didn't didn't click at all. I I I'm okay with it being a Western, but I still would like you can still do that. You can still do your gangster show in a Western set. You can totally do that. They chose not to. They. Rodriguez wanted to make the Magnificent Seven. Uh, yes, I understand that there's the Seventh Samurai out there, and that's the first one. But this is a Western movie, and I'm specifically yeah. Yeah. calling out the I Western gotcha. film. Just, I'm, well, I know you guys got. I'm gonna make sure the fans out there are yeah. like, no, but for actually, which one? The uh, Chris Pratt one, the TV show with Michael Bean, <laughs> um, uh, Chris Pratt, absolutely, all of them. We'll just put them all. Put them all. all. So I I agree with this disappointment of the of the gangster film. I I wanted no, the gangster I show to be as well. In the show. I did want that. And I do think this is the weakest Star Wars show we've gotten. But oh, holy shit! <laughs> I, I, but hold on! Oh, oh there it was. The Finnick knife in the back with the butt. But I still enjoyed it for butt. what it ended up being. Really? How? What was it? Because he likes Star Wars. And he no, I know, but so, I like Star that, Wars too. But what was where it? That's like liking sprinkles at, over the food. And that's where my argument from last week. Still holds water for me, maybe not for y'all. No, sure. But for me, is yeah, the season was weird. It was weirdly paced, weirdly constructed. But in the overall Star Wars story, it gave us a lot. And I realized after watching this last one, it absolutely is making people that didn't watch Clone Wars and Rebels go back and watch Clone Wars and Rebels. Maybe. Yeah. I think these are gonna be like who's this cad guy? Where did he? Why is he talking to Boba like he knows him? I don't know. Watch Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's it's designed for maybe not necessarily toys, although toys will Hold be on, a thing. I can solve this problem. Hey, Steph, go watch Clone Wars. You want to watch a cartoon? Okay. Oh, she was. See? You'll watch a cartoon, really? Just to know who Cad Bane was, the blue guy. I will watch. I've seen I've seen some of Clone Wars. I've been going back and trying to watch oh that. I, I don't Cheesy. mind Clone Wars. She didn't like the animation. I don't I don't care I, for Rebels as much, and it's not the storyline. I think the storyline. No, is we great. we try to get try to get the around. animation bothers me. Which I think the animation is like little kids. The animation is better in Rebels than it is in Clone Wars. I've noticed that Star Wars animation, the first couple seasons are always rough, and then as they learn oh, the absolutely. animation, that technique Wait. they're using, it gets better. Wait, you mean Resistance gets better? I nope, think season nope. two. He likes <laughs> Resistance two. I like season two of Resistance better. Oh my dear this God! Season one of Resistance is rough. Season Where's two his is off button. Do you like broccoli? <laughs> he runs it. So you like can't. broccoli uh, with cheese? I, was gonna, I knew he was going to say that. Damn fool! I, I love knew you broccoli were say that. straight up. <laughs> I know you do, Steph. You're classy. You stay classy. <laughs> um, I I just don't. I, no, it goes back to the earned thing for me. Is that nothing that happened in this? Again, I appreciate it. You got little Star Wars moments. Mm. It's almost like, it, to me, the entire show is two things. One, it's a series of run-on sentences yeah. that never get finished. 
And it's modern culture. It's TikTok. You watch for 15 seconds, swipe for the next thing, swipe for the next thing. And I, I'm still old. I don't give a shit. I'm not cool. I actually want context. That's why, to me, like setting up a story, earning the moment of when a character is revealed, or holding stuff back. Just a simple thing. I thought about it long and hard. Like, okay, cool. Let's cut to Luke. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's take, the, at least from Mando going to whatever planet that was. I did it ever say? I don't know. Honestly, I would Why not been... show it? Hold on one second, okay, Steph, and I'll let you, I swear I'll let you jump in. Why not, instead of cutting to Grogu and Luke, how much more would you have appreciated, I think, the audience would, if they would have saved that for season three, but you stay Mando's perspective and they're at a distance where we can't touch it. Right. So when Grogu shows up and jumps on Mando, 50 times the emotional value. I swear to God you'll get it there. And we don't know why it happened, but maybe we get that in season three. Little things like that, where you earn those beautiful, mo- those sprinkles, would go a long way as opposed to like, swipe to the next one. Swipe to the next one because I never hear anyone talk about the story that loves the show. They can only bring up moments. Like, I love this moment. Yeah. I love this moment. Instead of it being like, as a whole, I enjoyed the concept. Well, I think we've uh, none of us have ever disagreed that it's all been, even from episode two on, we've been like, the pacing's weird. Like, yeah. everything was weird from the start, which is why I probably enjoyed five, six, and seven because it, whether it sticks the landing, whether it, but it gave me something to be interested in. So, um, Stephanie had a point. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. just want to say, for, for me, for a show that is supposed to be about Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, that's a story I wanted. I was disappointed, really disappointed you that they put so much of the Mandalorian and so much like Grogu. You didn't like the slow walking to a meeting to slow walk to a meeting, Fett? What? You didn't like how Fett just slowed walk to a meeting to a slow walk to another meeting? Well, no. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I wanted more from Boba Fett. Right, right. absolutely. I wanted absolutely. more from the show, uh, but I did not want it to turn out to be, oh, this is actually just another Mando show. Well, maybe the issue, maybe the overlying issue is with the character. He was He was always meant to be a tertiary background character well i would agree with you except what they gave us to set this up is you go back and watch how awesome that sequence is when he walks yeah, in but and the tone like i talked about with the music and the tone but, and and that we didn't get any of that no but but cool he, he he upgraded from a tertiary to a secondary character like he helps bando did we need him becoming now, a that's main a, character that's a more interesting question why was this made so that's the better we did, did we not need, need this show because we could have gotten those beats with mandalorian and Grogu somewhere else without well don't the, we have already, already have a new Boba Fett like kids don't know the difference right nostalgia is the only thing playing here dad's no Ma- Boba Fett kids no man up that's right you're totally right I mean I, I mean yeah mm-hmm. right well my kids are my wife loves Boba Fett so my kids know like right my Bo- kid, but my kids are nerd weird anyway right they're like they're like I'm not agreeing your kids when, are nerd weird I'm no, agreeing with you shh <laughs> Grayson, <laughs> Grayson. you'd have to get that camera shot on him because that, that would have been our next gift right there. Gray- Grayson is you two at three o'clock in the morning, not even going to bed yet, going it's on, right? But with excitement of a thirteen-year-old, not the scorn of a bitter old man. <laughs> Zing! It just makes him work out harder. Goddamn show! Just get oh, on yeah, the bike. Right. <laughs> I rip it. Uh, I want to try to fix it. I will take it on with you if you want to re-edit it. I think I have I, a th- way I, to do it. I, I, I don't... 
again, like I said, I was expecting the Godfather. I got the Magnificence, a poorly version of the Magnificent Seven. And so I just want to pitch something. How now knowing the seven episodes, how it, you could have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing that has to go is the Back to Tank flashbacks. They have to go. Just tell it chronologically. Hmm. Tell the story chronologically. So your first two episodes is Fett. I, that's what I said. Like four, right? Yeah, ago. No, yeah, yeah. We, is you? St- I. It has a strong opening. I love Fett getting, c- crawling out of the Starlight Pit. You you do Fett. You do his story with the Tusken Raiders. You have that tragic end, but and then he realizes it's the Pikes doing it. And so to defeat the Pikes, I need to be the new crime boss to have the power to. That gives him the motivation to do it. First two episodes. Your third episode is all about Finnick, how he helps Finnick. They rescue the Slave One. So it's a flashback. It's, no, or still no, linear. No, still, no, still linear. linear. Yeah, okay. so, so he helps Finnick because now I need help. And then you just work it all together. That Luckily, at the same time, that's when Mando Season 1 is happening. Yep. He he defeats uh, Bit Fortuna, rescues the Slave One, defeats Bit Fortuna, and then he starts building building his empire, right? The the next episode, Cobb Vanth. Every episode, you just focus on someone that you're adding another In the person. same world. In the same world. I'm totally with you. You're adding everybody that you're going to need for your last two yeah. episodes, which is the Magnificent Seven. Sure. So or the Alamo. You don't do two episodes of Mando Grogu. You make it one. Because we don't need a 20-minute... Mm-hmm. That's what... Yeah. We don't need a 20-minute... Hot rod, scene. hot rod scene. Yeah. scene. In fact, we really don't need the hot rod scene. We can actually do that later. That could be a post-credit scene. That could be like, hey, look, I got your car ready. Let's do it. Go fast. That's your post-credit scene. Does he go see Luke? Yeah, you yeah. do the whole thing. You get Because Gro- you got to have Grogu in it. Because Grogu's got to come save the day. That's what he was there for. He was there to save the day. <laughs> yeah. I, got that I just thing don't I think they needed it. I don't think it was needed, but yeah. I, but I'm trying to I'm trying to put in marketing all, terms they're going to. I'm use trying it. to I'm trying to put all the elements that we have and yep. not not add anything. Yeah, yeah, just just rearrange what we had. Yep. And so yeah, you, you can give we the, introduce Cad Bane in like episode no, see, three? Oh, no. See, I want to add Cad Bane in episode one. Yeah. And so while Fed is delirious, he's having those flashbacks. That's what I would want of him as a too. kid. That he can't beat him. It's always this looming thing that he can't beat Cad Bane. Well, they need to set up some kind of context. Right, they don't set no context. Oh, it's garbage. The pikes are garbage, too, because there's no context. Your your solution is good. Right, and so this builds that. And then when Bane shows up, he's... Fett has a a crisis of conflict. I don't know if I can beat him. So basically what you do is you get the ending of Tombstone. You get Wyatt Earp's moment where he can't beat Johnny Ringo. He can't do it. And who does it? Finnick. Finnick's your Doc Holliday in this situation. I love better, it. better. Not not Mandalorian, not Din. No, nope. no, nope. no, no. Because then, be then you lose. Then, then you've deviated from. So the, the challenge is: is are we telling a Boba Fett that story, or are we telling a Din story? Yeah. story? So right it's now a, it's a Din story. So you okay. make Din in this situation would be Sam Elliott. <laughs> so yeah, but he's got some cool scenes, right? But yeah. but but. Cut, but Mando gets some cool scenes. So you give him some cool yeah. scenes. Yeah. You let him. You let him shine a little bit. You give him a whole episode. You give him a whole episode. I, I would, but because look, I, I, I like, I like the last episode. I, I don't have nearly many problems. You, I, the sprinkles are fine with me. Yeah. Because the whole season to me has been garbage. So I wasn't expecting 
a, a miracle turnaround. Uh, right. But I, I will say it stuck the landing. It's a crash landing, but it's in satisfaction. Okay, I'm, I, I buy it. Yeah. I, I'm not, it's earned. Right. I, it's earned for me. Yeah. In right. the contents of what we have. Sure. I'm, I'm okay with it. It didn't deviate too. It, it gets there. It's sloppy as hell, but it gets yeah. there. And, but, and I'm sorry, nothing's cooler than Fett and Mando doing that, like, Two guns, yeah. shit in the uh-huh. hole. Straight out of Desperado. Straight yeah. out, like I'm like and actually the, straight out of Desperado. Which, yeah. And I'm yeah. okay with because that's that's what Robert Rodriguez is good at, and that's right. why I, I want him to do that. That's I and, want him to do that. But the razzle dazzle with the knee missile, come on, yep. yeah, it was great. And look, I know you don't like it, but I like the black guy spinning for no reason to shoot a guy. I'm yeah, all I'm, in. The, that's John Woo stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. all. It's dumb, but whatever. I'm I'm all in for it. I would agree with your point if Fett once he becomes the Daimyo. He never takes off his helmet, so that when Cad Bane rips that some bitch off, there's a moment there. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I, I have a problem with him taking off his helmet because it takes away the whole mystique of the character. Like, see, I, I don't have a problem. Well, we all know what he looks like. That's the thing. We already... Yeah. So you've shown it in yours, your linear order. You're right. setting it up. So once he becomes that... Now he becomes the mysterious Boba Fett again. He reclaims his character. That's what he did. He died, right. and he has to reclaim it. Now he's new. I buy it. So he puts mm-hmm. it on, and then when Cad Bane rips... Because that shot's really pretty emotional if you yeah. look at it. Yeah. The way he rips it off, that is gr- that is a great sequence. But it, there's no... there's no. It's not earned. No. We no. never got there for any reason. We don't, get the, we don't understand the relationship. They even... They tried to say, well, you're not a young kid anymore. You're yeah. an old man. I was like, yeah. No, no. Like, we know... But the average person doesn't know, right. and but maybe the average person doesn't give a shit. Is right. what I've come down to. Terms maybe not, with. but I maybe not. But the problem is, is that it, it doesn't take a lot of show real estate just to sh- easy symbols. Easy simples. makes it stronger. Since, especially since they were already doing young Boba flashbacks. Why? Right, you had you were you were so close, you were so close, and then they decided to leave that alone and, and like. Uh, so so. It, Kind of thinking through it, if you look at the block of stuff, like the first four episodes mean zero. They don't actually do a whole lot. That's why no. I was saying if you if you actually took what we had right. and we edited those, you could go linear. You're going to have to put some kind of wipe effect in there because yeah. there's massive jumps of time. Yeah. So you put a wipe in there to kind of time and place, and you literally could build it out linear, and I think it would actually play really well. All the way even into the Mando sequence, though I would arguably cut the montage down have him flying see the grogu bit cut that way down like anything with ahsoka needs to go yeah and then it comes back around she so doesn't she doesn't i wouldn't even the have story. the luke stuff i'd have like one little luke piece just a little piece i don't even think you have to give him I, the I, armor i think you can get no away with a lot i of stuff. i, I armor is important i think no, it's, it's not i i think giving what's him it the, important about it when was it used it's important in terms of storytelling it's, i completely disagree no i think i think it's important for him if, it's the choice. It's the, the choice. symbol of it's the a choice. Symbol you don't choice. need that yet, though. This is the story of Book of Boba Fett. That should be saved. The choice should be in the, well, the Grogu's story. But unfortunately, you have it, and so it's, it's, but you can cut it. No, because it then, then, then why does Grogu, Grogu show back up? How does Grogu show up? And you yeah. can't you can't show you can't cut Grogu. No, no, I'm not saying cut Grogu. I think you literally send him back. You bring him back. The man who never even asks on the show what we have content-wise, he never he doesn't say anything. He's not even shocked. He, he's in the middle of a battle. Uh, no, so he's, the, he's happy to see that he's wearing the armor because he does see that. Yeah. You, you don't need that. You still don't need it. The kid jumps up in one of the cutest Grogu scenes in history and hugs him. Right. He's like, I'm glad to see you too, pal. Done. Right. We're moving on with what we have. I've edited lots of movies. I'm just telling you, you can cut it it out. I I think, to your point, I love your... I mean, if someone would linearly do it, you'd actually have a show that I think would make sense. If... if, There'd be a couple of little jumps, but it would be... No, but if if they were honest with themselves and say, hey, look, we want to make The Magnificent Seven, 
which would have been great. Yeah. Instead of as going, a framework. Yeah, yeah, as a framework. Instead of going, oh, the last episode, let's do the Magnificent Seven. I mean, that's the real issue with it. So here's the thing that I was going to say about Ryan Johnson. Oh. And I have to absolutely admit this. To me, uh, not story-wise, which a lot of people have a tough time separating, I don't give a fuck about the story elements. I don't give a shit what happens in the shows. Creative to creative, Ryan Johnson blows this creative, and I hate that movie, is at least coherent and tells a story. Is it though? <laughs> no, no, it is. It's coherent. It moves. Is it though? It's slow moving from A to B, but it does it. And when it tangents, at least the tangents circle back, unlike this, where they barely make any, any sense of doing it, right? They set them up. They earn that tangent. I hate it, but they earn it. So, in, in fairness, Ryan Johnson made a better piece of Star Wars content fluidly, not creatively, fluidly more so than anything that was in this to me. If I look back on it, I, I just found myself. I was maybe more entertained with the fucking Last Jedi. Are you gonna go back I'm, and rewatch it? No. You sure? You I'll me? never rewatch this either. Uh, you should. You should watch them back to back just to kind of compare. No, nah, can't do it. <laughs> you might have to watch episodes um, five, six, and seven just to catch up before Mandalorian season four. Yeah. No, I won't. I don't care. <laughs> I really like that. I'm telling you, I'm I'm done. Like Obi Wan's great because it gives me a break from the shit show that I just like that. Until you see Grogu and a Mandalorian. Not the Mandalorian. But I'm not, I'm not wowed by Grogu's cuteness. Like, I'll kick a baby. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Easy, Wayne. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I get to the point where like they do those close-ups on his eyes, and I'm just like, damn it. He is cute. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought Danny's everything female about her was going to explode every time he cooed. Right. <laughs> no, the best. She's over, over on the couch him. going. I'm the totally one. over him. Yeah, see? I think yeah, but you don't like real. kids. <laughs> you will also kick babies. Got it. <laughs> yeah, you there's also that, you that. also kick a baby. So uh, me and Steph kick babies. <laughs> you're in Drew's camp. I got you. I feel you. Just the lo- the one on the, the one that I do like is the <laughs> right when <laughs> like when <laughs> it's always in the ship or he does when he sees her when he sees the uh, uh, Pelly Pelly yeah. 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 He's like, and can can we just say how horny is she? Oh God, <laughs> yeah. going for the going for uh, the nice head tails. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. We're in the middle of something. <laughs> we ain't get time for that. Was the, like, yeah. She is. I know you don't like her. No, but she's growing on God, me. That Pelly's like one off. of my favorite parts of the show. It pisses me <laughs> off that I'm starting to enjoy because she's great. It's. I mean, there's actually. So I did want to bring up something that's good from this show that I think is fascinating for the Mandalorian series. Not the Luke stuff. Not well. It's yeah. partly all that. Yeah. Why? And I'm asking, and I, I have my my mm-hmm. thought on it. Why was Grogu so happy to see Mando? Because Lou won't be touching him inappropriately anymore. <laughs> hey! Won't be, won't be unrepressing his repressed Monk's memories. Monk's not Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, he touch you where? <laughs> so here's my thought process. I think that Grogu has been, at like everyone who's ever basically been around him has abandoned him. Yeah. Except for... Mando. Who abandoned him. Yeah. Who abandoned him, and then Grogu was like, enough with that, and he came back. And then they had that moment. Like, Luke abandoned him. Luke abandoned him. He had a chance to care for him, but he chose something. So, like, I think there's a nice character note there. Not for Luke, but for... Because I, I refuse to spell Luke L-U-K-E anymore. <laughs> it's all you. you. <laughs> Even when I text other people that are so... I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's a great character note. That could be something really f- interesting in, in season three. A child dealing with a whole lot of repressed dog shit. Well, I've already 
if you recall, I've already outlined what Mandalorian season the next season's going to be. Yeah, please. I wanted you to say this for the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Picture this. This is Mandalorian season four because that was season Sicily, three. Sicily, 1912. Right. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Golden Girls joke. I had After this year because they've already filmed or are filming. No, they, they the wrap next, in March. They wrap, they in, wrap March. in March. So next year we get the book of Max Rebo. Oh, dear. Yes. Follow the tale of a survivor whose only care is his next show. Okay. Never miss a gig. That's right. <laughs> we have a story. I say I see it more as, as a worm tongue trope, like whispering in the ears of power. Okay. Uh, always surviving. And Bubba Fett's here going, "You never miss a gig." He was he was he was yeah. the power behind Drava. <laughs> You really love Java. like really crazy uh, offset characters pulling pull the strings, <laughs> pull the strings. Uh, Jabba's there going Ichuda. Yeah, he's whispering the best deals and Roll moves tide. to be. That's why Jabba was so successful. Uh, so in the season, we follow Max as he looks for a new puppet with loose strings, and of course, his next gig. Because um, you never miss a gig. That's right. His spell, the spell his music weaves, is based in the Force. He just doesn't know it. So when he plays, that lets the the, the bosses uh, become more susceptible to his suggestions. Who knew funk would uh, have that much power? Jizz. jizz. I'm sorry. It jizz. jizz. The name That's of that music is it. Jizz. Uh, also, they also called it. Synths. Also, like it's been like we all in unison. We're yeah, Jizz, and you didn't know. Yeah, it's been called Jizz, jizz since, since the '70s. Yeah, yeah. It's Jizz music because George didn't want it to be called Jazz. So he's like, I'll switch one letter, and he never figured it out until <laughs> yeah, a little late. So why the I and just not an O? Jaws. Anything else? Because Swim? his buddy Steven would have gotten mad at Jaws. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Circle gets a square. <laughs> Jim J. Bullock. All right. Um, God, Jim J. Bullock needs to get on cameo because I got to get him on the show. Well, I've got more, but at this point, who cares? I like the idea of a okay. Max Rebo yeah, show. Right. So. Uh, it's it's his whole species. Like his whole species, through their art, can access the force. Um, they just want to create art, but he does know that beings are more accessible to suggestion after the show, uh, after a show. It's how he gets the beat, the best rates after all, and the perks. Green M and M's, sixteen dancers. It's all perks because of the music allows that suggestibility. Uh, he finds himself in a weird city shaped like a ring, playing a gig in a skeezy cantina in the underbelly. He says he's a Mandalorian. He doesn't recognize the color of the armor, but this one's big and blue. I'm, or purple. What was Vizla's was blue, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Color blonde. Yeah. It's blue. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like I that. You. Oh, my God. Uh, the blind leading the blind, folks. Uh, after the gig, he starts talking to the now suggestible Mando. This Vizla tells him of a covert. And thus the tale begins. And of course, Din, Grogu, Ahsoka, Luke, R2, Boba, Fennec, Cobb, Cad, Omega, the Bad Batch, Rex, Omega. Ezra, Kanan's Ghost, and Luke's <laughs> reanimated left hand foils clock. I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in for all of this. You write it, you direct it. I'll Ooh, be Rebo. I don't want to carry that weight. <laughs> You just after, had a whole plan after, to fix it. After Robert it. Rodriguez, I think anybody can do it. I That's have true. faith in you. I'll be Luke's hand. Well, Kevin Smith. Kevin yes. Smith keeps saying he doesn't want to do one. I think Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith needs to do like a Cantina show. I would. I'd fucking watch the hell out of it. But he's like, I, I thought he was going to do our Cheers. I, wouldn't be I thought on he was going to Cheers for that. But he won't touch. I, I, he got burned real bad on Masters of the Universe. And so he's like, I'm just rightfully going, so. Oh no, Masters of the Universe was great. Don't even. Mm. It was garbage. Water. No, no. 
You just I didn't like, like the first one, so I don't like anything. You, you just don't like things. I don't like anything. He just wants to go downhill on a hill. I just <laughs> want to go down on a hill. YouTube channel. Yeah, I know you want to go down on a hill. That's right. <laughs> Boy, what? <laughs> Bobby, you want to do what? Jizz. <laughs> I, I like that one. I like that one guy's channel. The anti-hero Star Wars guy. That's him. That's the only guy. Star like Wars theories garbage. Star Wars explained garbage. Gamers and geeks, they're really garbage. Yeah. <laughs> geeks and gamers, sorry. <laughs> geeks plus gamers. I was like, what did I do? Oh, I know, right? I like gamers and geeks. Geeks plus gamers. Garbage. My Star Wars life? Not garbage. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you. Unless Drew's not here that week. <laughs> then it's garbage. <laughs> Junk it. Um, this has a 7.6 rating on IMDb. Sprinkles, because people like sprinkles. sprinkles. That's I, what I'm telling you. Well, that was my rant last week. That's why I ranted on last week. I mean, if you want to watch me yell. and literally, oh, You should put a link did. right here. I got here. a lot of people. I've never seen Scotty so oh, yeah. bad. I had friends be like, is your friend okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I was mad, but I ain't wrong. <laughs> there was nothing wrong with what you said. So I ain't wrong. There's but, nothing wrong with what anybody says. You know, you we like opinions. Yeah, it's just Caleb's. It doesn't matter, right? Because he likes too much. I like Caleb's. Caleb <laughs> needs to have one like negative Caleb. opinion. Yeah, I like he him. Did, he did. He did. He, he doesn't like Resistance season one. That's a Star Wars hot take that he's got. <laughs> hey, look, that's one. That's the best we can. He's he's young. He's not as nearly jaded as any of us. <laughs> he definitely does not have the salty years ahead no. of him yet. No, he does have them ahead. Of him. I mean, just, with him just, yet? Just, just what, twelve years from now, he's he could be like all of it. He just, he could be like Star Trek, <laughs> watching that. He'll have a podcast where he re. I'm doing the first first watch of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, I'd do that with you in a heartbeat. <laughs> have you watched Star Trek? I I do watch Star Trek. It's been it's been a while, but I I do watch it. I watch it way too fucking much. <laughs> I love it. I love Star Trek. I do too. I do yeah, too. I it's it's really good. Star Trek. I like Star Trek. Star Trek. It's boring. I, uh, so was Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Except I, for six, six I like, five and six. I like my Deep Space great. Nine, and I love my Lower Decks. I yeah, love Lower, lower Decks. decks. Yeah. Lower Decks lower is, decks is so damn funny. Mm -hmm. Makes me laugh. Uh, well, that's the end of Mando Mondays. <laughs> Thank what God. We, uh, so, so what, are, what are we going to call? Uh, uh, are we just going to go back to My Star Wars Life for, for Obi-Wan? No, I think we'll, I think, uh, we'll still do that Jedi show. Jedi Jews? No. No. <laughs> Nope. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! That was close. That yeah, was. <laughs> Jedi S Saturdays. <laughs> I think I'm going to call them Obi Mondays. Obi Mondays? Ooh, that's good. Obi Wan Obi -Wan Days. Obi Wan Days. Obi Wan Days. All right, Obi Wan Days it is. <laughs> It'll be <laughs> slap. March 25th is when we get that. <laughs> yeah, March 25th. So uh, I, so I hope right actually, hopefully, all three of us will be in at celebration. And I'm and I'm projecting by all the four time, of us. I'm, hopefully, all four yeah. of us will because uh, we'll be at celebration. I'm going to predict we'll by out. the time this. When is that? Mar May 25th. May 25th is when it starts. Oh. So celebration starts 26. Mm -hmm. So it's the day before. Okay. I'm going to make a prediction. I'm betting by the time this episode airs, we'll have seen the trailer. <laughs> well, now Scotty can prove that right or wrong by doing it at midnight <laughs> just to win the bet. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, boom, well, it's 12.01, Mando Monday, eat it, Caleb. Well, is it going to be all on Tatooine again? Yes, because where is Obi-Wan at? Because it's cheap to film there, and if he leaves... No, no, I'll we'll have get, problems. We'll get flashbacks. We'll I get flash will have problems if he leaves the planet. Same. Nah. 
It this goes point. against his character. Oh, well, you're going to defend that shit, and you'll let Luke and all these other guys go against their character. Because at least they can try to get a, a right once. And no, he can leave the planet and come back. Oh, he's I, like, I, Uncle Owen and Baru, you're just a kid. He I think leave. he's going to absolutely fight Anakin, uh, and so he'll have to leave the planet because Anakin won't know that he's on Tatooine. He doesn't know Obi-Wan's yeah, on Tatooine. Uh, and, and I really think that there's a fight that's not a flashback between them. Yeah, I think, I think, it's, I think it's a real There's life. only four episodes? Because he has yeah, to know. It's a, yeah, it's, because it's he a has to Because until I think episode three he doesn't know that he's more machine than man. Yes, you're right. And so he has to find out that he's more machine than. And man. wait, doesn't he? Doesn't he know when he wakes up and goes? No. No. no Obi Wan doesn't, doesn't know. know. Oh, I thought you were talking about. And Vader. yeah, Vader's like, I don't know if I'm more machine. <laughs> <laughs> what is and, this? And oh yeah, I know another joke. Real quick. Uh, never mind. I'll remember it in a second. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the line, Robocop. Last time I saw you, I was but the student. Now I'm the master. Right. He's not a master when they fight on Mustafar because he had just gotten all that bad news. Right. Right. So like, but he wasn't called. He wasn't a student either. So they have to have this fight where, a la twin sons, where they meet and Obi Wan beats the dog piss out of him, and it's like you're still a you're still a student. Oh, I want Vader beat the shit out of him. No, I want Vader to win that fight. I, I, Vader no, needs to win that fight. Va- no, he, that's he why he wins the fight in that's in that yeah, in that's New Hope. That was, I mean, I don't know yeah. anymore. It doesn't. Well, matter. he doesn't it's even the, win that okay, fight. No, they don't follow Obi Wan goes. You can have this. Right, they don't right, follow he, story logic anymore, so he, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So no. Oh, he, Anakin will never beat Obi Wan. I need him to beat him. Need you both, get, you could both have yeah, it because they, they literally don't follow story right. They don't follow the myth that is created. They don't follow the story. They just uh, do whatever they want. Sprinkles. I think, I think no, okay. So now Vader's going to kill Obi-Wan. Oh, that's like a butter's hot butterscotch fudge. There you go. Mm, and, and the brother, Obi-2, shows up, and that's Ben. Okay. I don't know if you're, you're the one saying let's just make up crap. No, no I'm not saying they make, I'm saying they. They make up crap. Obi-2 is a very good pilot. I know. <laughs> but but it's, it's Obi-Wan's twin brother, Ben. Who's the pilot for the, the Naboo Royal Guard, I guess? Yeah. And that's how this fighter gets to Tatooine. Oh, see, I like it. I'm there. <laughs> so, and he's like, why am I that, here? What was Watch that, that, long, that kid. There was a long, beautiful thread that un- occurred inside of our little chat group that just got more and more obnoxious, and it was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> that was our prediction of this episode. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> it was obnoxious. I am happy that they did not bring back Han Solo. Yeah, Harrison wouldn't do it. And no, they don't need him. No, they don't use Ansel. So, Gor- so it, what's his name? The, the one up, the one. Uh, I don't know if they would. Uh, the one uptake. Not right now, anyway. That was interesting. From well, not what they have face replaced. That, so interesting. I do think it's it's an it's a good note to bring up. I, I watched a lot of Star Wars. Um, You're covering your face from the camera. I, I it's okay. To. I changed cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot of uh, Star Wars yeah, uh, essays. Yeah. Okay. And on this, a lot of those essays, one thing that brought up that I thought was kind of interesting is that if you look at the first, th- the original trilogy, they did not really focus on the technology at all. Lucas got a little sidetracked when they started focusing on the technology and, and those, though there's more practical shots in Phantom Menace than there were in Star Wars, like practical effects. There's way more in it. And I do feel like the face replace thing with Luke was extended to show off the face replace technology when they didn't mm-hmm. have to necessarily show it as much as they did. Which brings up to a point that like... Um it reminds me of Simone. The movie? With Al Pacino? Yeah. That's where we're at now. Yeah. Lucasfilm proved that we don't need actors. Yeah. We, if we have you, we can make you. Yeah. 
And that's frightening. It's when they get the audio right, right, yeah. that we're in big trouble. Which they have the Photoshop of audio; it exists. It's, I've heard it. Yeah. They're, I mean, but this but they banned playing, it because it's so it. dangerous. This yeah. this episode was close, way better than it was in the the season finale. Hundred percent. Yeah, because so. season season finale Mando was he looked like the like he came straight from Battlefront Two. Yeah, he's looking um, rough, and I hope hopefully they'll go back and fix that because. It's Lucasfilm. That's what they do. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll go fix it. Hell, they may have already fixed it. We hadn't noticed it yet. Yeah, they might yeah. they'll, they'll, They're the type of, like, when they replace... On Disney Plus, they do it all the time. Yeah, they'll sneak it in. Yeah, well, like when um, they replaced Ian McKella from Sam Whitmer's voice in Rebels, the opening of Rebels. Yeah. Or season two. They just no, didn't tell anyone. They, just did they it. also changed the uh, after credit scene of the last episode of WandaVision. Yeah. Mm. They, like, redid the entire scenery behind Wanda. And didn't tell anybody. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I hadn't seen. Yeah. I have to go back and watch. I that. wonder if they'll hopefully do something similar for Clone Wars season five end with that Darth Maul ending because t- I hate hearing Tim Curry as Palpatine at the end of that episode. It's not Tim Curry at that one. At is, the end, yeah, he's he says the last line. Is it? Yeah, he says the last line because it's during that episode that they say uh, "Rest in peace." Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess we'll never know. Will we? <laughs> yeah. Did um? <laughs> did they cast Thrawn yet? Nope. No. Yeah. no. I hope not it's not public, this Ray not publicly anyway. I hope it's not the Ray Stevenson guy. He's so old, and what's he gonna do? Sing about squirrels? I don't get that. He was from Vikings. I don't know. You make me sad. I'm sorry. Okay, You're Ray. Ste- Ste- R- not Ray Stevens. I know. <laughs> That was Ray Stevenson's in Rome, and he's awesome. Yeah. No, he's yeah. great. Titus I just Bullock. don't know if he. No, no, he's not. He's not I hope him. he's not Thrawn. No. I thought it was going to be what's his name's Lars brother. Mikkelsen. Yeah, Lars. Well, they confirmed that. No one's confirmed, but, but Ray Stevenson's awesome. And he's a villain. They just confirmed that. That Sabine came out. Killed him in, in uh, yeah Rebels. Yeah, um, which means which I'm, so if we get it could Ray, be a voice. Which which I mean, uh, here's what I'm happy about. So if they got Ray Stevenson is coming in, then they we can get Kevin Kidd in too as Finn Rao. Because Kevin Kidd, like a couple weeks ago, was like, "I'll happily wear some." Armor. I love Kevin. Kidd. And I love Kidd. Like, like side note: if you've not seen HBO's Rome, oh, it's so good. Them two together is like the best duo, and I, 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 I would love a Star Wars show of that. Yeah, yeah. Just Titus Pool <laughs> and uh, Lucius Verena is going around, yeah. fighting Jedi all day. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'd eat that shit. Up. I just was curious because Ahsoka is the next piece that that is interesting to me. Uh, oh, you're not excited for Cassie Nandor? Not at all. <laughs> I can't wait to do Cassie on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peak on that is zero, which might make it good. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't expect Yeah, anything, no expectations. Yeah. Who cares? Equals, you know. Well, after Book of Boba Fett, I have no expectations going forward. <laughs> or current concerns. Or cares? <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Hey, hey, I'm going to uh, open a spite store. That's uh, what I'm about to do. As, as long as he can go downhill. <laughs> I just want to go down the hill. That's all I care about. Wants to ride his bicycle. Bicycle. That's it. <laughs> just straight I down the hill. Want to ride my bicycle. <laughs> want to ride my bicycle. <laughs> he didn't like Star Wars either. <laughs> <laughs> then why did he come in on Vader's shoulder? Right. I thought about that too. <laughs> I don't Freddie know. Mercury, if you. Are. Oh, got it. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling them you didn't. Are you okay? No, no, I'm not a huge Queen fan. No, I'm talking about your. He doesn't Queen. like. We've learned this. You don't know Ray Stevens either. Like, You've never heard of the Mississippi Scroll Revival? Nope. <laughs> Seriously. Does he? Does he have a beard? Yes. <laughs> Maybe I can remember his face. Does he sing another song? Yeah. Yes. yes. The streak. 
That's the song I would <laughs> It's me again, Margaret. It's me, <laughs> it's me again, Margaret. This book, which one keeps falling over? The Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. <laughs> that tracks. Uh, hey, these books are provided by my mother, and so now they're Thanks, set. Mom. And they're in Scotty's current favorite order. Yeah, from his Attack of the Clones is the greatest movie ever. I don't know why it didn't win 10 Oscars. Because <laughs> it wasn't the last one. Uh, hey, favorite. do you ever think about, does they show that Boba's, uh, Jango Fett's head comes out of the helmet? We have done we this have on done. this show with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Drew just wanted to be on my side of an argument once. <laughs> And nothing comes out. <laughs> I have done this on the show with you. I showed you what happens. I showed everybody. I'm not pulling it up again. Yes, I don't know why his head is the one that just blob out. Well, that made me quit Star Wars too. <laughs> Somebody please. This is Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. This is the way. I don't know where we're at now. <laughs> I strangely enough Schwartz didn't would know you were going to say that. <laughs> and may the Schwartz be with you. 